on this episode of the Talent Cast. Uh, yeah, we're going to go where no employer brand has gone before. Well, that's not even remotely true. It's where every employer brand should go and many times often go in a way that they don't really, they're not very intentional about, but I'm already confused. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Talent Cast. I'm your host, James Ellis. This podcast has one simple goal to change the conversation around recruiting, employer brand, and hiring. Simple as that. The only way we can do that is by making this a 100% no-pitch zone, meaning no one's making any money, no one's giving any money, nobody's sponsoring anything. So please come join us, come learn, come engage in this conversation, come grow our industry with me. Uh, if you want to talk to me, I'm on Twitter, at the War for Talent, or you can look at our website, thetalentcast.com. Otherwise, let's get to it. Hey, how you doing, James Ellis? Housekeeping. Uh, let's see. By the time you hear this, I should be on my way to Austin to go hang out with the talent brand folks. That'll be exciting. After that in Austin, I'll be at Social Recruiting Strategies Conference. You should come show up for that thing. I'm going to be towards the end of the session. I'm not quite closing it out, but uh, it'll be a good good show. Otherwise, I am was on recently on uh, Jorgen Sundberg's Employer Brand Podcast. I had a blast. Not surprising. It is the longest podcast of his of the year. You're shocked, I can tell. And then I'll be on Chad and Cheese at some point when they put a publication date out there. I don't. I got another very long conversation right there. So if you are not sick of this voice, and I don't know how you couldn't be, uh, there are some other places to, to catch me. So there you go. Anyway. Uh, I have a friend, and this is a true story, but I'm not going to use real names. You're just going to have to trust me that this is, in fact, a true story and not one of those, so a friend of mine um, said, you know, it's not one of those. It's going to be a true, this is a real story, a real person. Anyway, this person is in the product team of a very, fairly hot startup here in town. Uh, When I say hot startup here in Chicago, I don't mean it's going to be the next Snapchat, and frankly... They should be thrilled with that, given the way Snapchat's playing out. Um, They may or may not be the next Google. I don't think they will be, but that's not really the space they play in. But here in Chicago, which is not the world's biggest town, but is a good-sized town, has a good-sized industry and a lot of startups and a lot of incubators and a lot of VC money money starting to flow in, they're doing great. Uh, If you look at like Built in Chicago, which, hey guys, how you doing? Um, Shout out to Built in Chicago and the Built in team. Uh, who are friends of mine, and I've done work with them, so there you go, full disclosure. Uh, but, you know, if you look at their list of hot companies to work for and, and hot startups to work for and big startups, this company is always on the list. It has been so for about two years. Um, I, they're, they're a well-known in this town company, and they're growing, and they're growing fast, and they need developers and product people, and guess what? They're having the exact same problem you are having bringing people in, except their problem is very specific. It may or may not be the exact same problem you're facing, but it just might be. And that problem is this. Because here in Chicago, it's a a fairly insular town, and we know each other, and we all know the businesses, and we know the companies, we know the brands. There's not many secrets here in Chicago. Uh, Because they're such a well-known hot startup, they have no problems collecting resumes. They have no problems getting people to answer their in-mails. They have no problems getting people to answer the call when they, you know, when they reach out, when they get cold. You know, they got a great brand recognition, right? If built in Chicago and Cranes and all these other companies say, this is a hot startup, every developer goes, sure, I'll talk to you. And because of that, I think on some level, this company has kind of surfed, kind of coasted on that ability, that, uh, that, that hot brand recognition, right? They've been able to say, well, look, everybody knows who we are. Everybody knows that we're a hot company. And I'm going to say hot quite a bit, so please laugh along with me. Um, not hot, not hot, hot, H-O-T. Um, <laughs> I'm not drunk. 
And I swear every other podcast involves me saying I'm not drunk. And I feel like at this point, if I have to remind you, you need to go listen to back issues. I'm still not drunk. Anyway, that if they're the hot company, they don't need things like employer brand work. They don't need to worry about it, right? Employer brand is a thing that only failing companies think about. And that's a thought I've had. I'm not 100% sure I buy that, but it's a thought, right? If you're Google, you don't need a lot of employer brand help. Your product does a great job being the ambassador for your employer brand. Everybody uses Gmail, everybody uses Google Maps, everybody uses Google tools on some level. You know, hey, who wouldn't wanna work for a company making great tools like this? Apple's the same way. If you like Apple, work for Apple, simple as that. Not a, lot of, not a lot of massaging there, not a lot of spinning there. There's probably not a lot of thought behind the, hmm, what is our tagline here? Is this a line to our brand? Hey, they're white, they're shiny, they're pretty. It's an apple. Kabam, you're done. Uh, Amazon is the one company in the big old company space, you know, the, 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 the GAFAs, the Google, Apple, Facebook, Amazons, um, that I know has put a lot of work into their employer brand. Not just we hired a bunch of people and called them employer brand specialists, which means they fill job ads, I think. I'm not really sure what Facebook employer brand people do all day long. Um, so hopefully put out fires. Uh, but really, you know, Amazon's the one that's really kind of put some thought into it to say, you know, we pioneer, that this is all about we're pioneering spaces. And I think that's a function of they've always expanded into new industries. They're always cracking into new markets where the Amazon brand is well known, but not well known as an employer brand. Apple just keeps getting more Apple-y and they keep getting more, you know, when they moved and they launched... Um, the, 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 the big speaker, you know? It's not like a complete shift. They didn't enter the grocery space. They didn't enter the uh, clothing line space. They just went and said, okay, you listen to music on your iPod or your iPhone. Hey, let's make a big speaker to make it listening easier. Hey, let's buy Beats and let's integrate that so your headphones sound better. It's just an extension. It's a very simple extension. Google's the same way. We just keep getting in more and more into the information space. Apple, I think, or Amazon, I think, because they keep extending their footprint into these brand new spaces, they have to have a well-established employer brand. Let's get back to our point. And that is this other company's got a hot, hot brand recognition. And they have no problems bringing developers in and no problems bringing product people in. And they come in for the interviews and they have a good time and everybody talks and everybody blah, blah, blahs and they do the interview dance and, you know, whatever. You know what they do. Everybody does the same thing. And it comes right down to it, and that company's like, mm, this is a good developer. Mm, this is a good product person. Mm, this person's some good talent. Let's bring them in. And they get rejected. Now, I'm not, the reason I'm not saying names here is because when I, I'm going to give you a piece of information, which is third hand, which means it is not necessarily completely specific or specifically accurate. And I don't want to you know, beat up the reputation of any particular company, but this is a company that hasn't ex had an offer accepted all year. And here we are entering June and, uh, oops, that's bad. This is a hot company. They have plenty of resumes. They have no problem attracting people. They just can't close and they can't figure it out. They can't figure out why they can't close. They're a hot company. They shouldn't have any problem closing these deals. These developers should want to work there. And I think the problem is their lack of employer brand. Now, they're in a particular industry where their devotion to the industry is an element of their employer brand. Again, I'm not going to say who they are, but let's say it's um, stuffed animals. And it's, it's a hot stuffed animals, and it's not true, but if it's a hot stuffed animals startup and their devotion to people who love stu stuffed animals and use stuffed animals and make stuffed animals and trade stuffed animals, they're building a huge community about people and stuffed animals, which is a great way of doing it. But beyond that, people who work there don't understand why they work there right? It's a hot company. They're devoted to stuffed animals. They're devoted, devoted to their industry. And that's the end of it. 
And that's a great way to maintain kind of that heat, that hotness, that, oh, they're a hot brand, they're growing, they got funding, and they are adding people, and they're expanding, and whatever. You know, however one measures hotness or heat these days, especially in the startup community, um, they're doing fine there, but they just can't grow. And that growth, as you can guess, is going to hamper them in the very short term, in the very near term not just in the long term. Their inability to bring people in is going to hamper them. It's going to make it very hard for them to launch products. It's going to be very hard to make them to launch features and to expand into new industries or wherever they th- whatever it is they're trying to do. It's hard to do when you don't have great talent. You know that. That's what you've been telling your bosses and your business developers, business leaders forever, right? You need good talent to grow. So what's the problem? The problem is a lack of employer brand, meaning they say they think on some level the heat is enough to bring them in, and it, they're, they're 100% right. The heat is enough to bring them in. Their problem is not a brand awareness issue. The problem is when push comes to shove, heat is a commodity, and it's not one you control, meaning at any given time. Here in Chicago, there's probably thousands of people trying to launch startups right now trying to vie for that heat, trying to steal that heat away from them so that they can be a huge player in the brick industry. Again, I'm making up these industries. I'm staring out the window. I'm looking at buildings outside. They're made of brick. There you go. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're trying to take the heat. And there are plenty of companies in this town that have heat in weird industries, right? There's a company that's super hot in uh, analytics. There's a company that's super hot in uh, industrial um, products in there's a company that's hot here for I mean there's all sorts of weird companies and so if you rely on that heat you're not going to get anywhere now if you're not in Chicago you're thinking what do I care well the truth is employer brand matters not just at the top of the funnel but very much at the bottom of the funnel when push comes to shove when the rubber meets the road when you're trying to close a candidate when you've got an offer in your hand and you want to extend it to them and have them say those magic words yes I'd love to yes I start what day do I start yes I want to do this job. Those are the magic words. So if you've been relying on heat or you've been relying on the simple fact that you're the only business in your particular town or you're the only business in your industry or you know, you're the place where all developers go or all product people because there's no not many not many options in your area. That's great and you'll you'll survive. But you're not doing yourself any good. You're not doing yourself any favors because you're letting good candidates walk out the door. Your close rate is probably nowhere near what you want it to be, much like this company's, this hot company. So what what am I recommending? I would recommend a dedication or a thought process around the concept of employer brand, meaning what is it that your company stands for for its employees? I was uh, kicking around LinkedIn because you know that's what we all do here. We kick around LinkedIn. It's it was a Thursday night. It was fun. It was you know, it was a crazy Thursday night. I was out partying. And I looked at LinkedIn. None of that's true, but I looked at LinkedIn and I saw a company, not surprisingly, here in Illinois, a big company who said, this company is looking for employees. This was literally their ad. It was literally their ad. It said, blah, 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 company name I won't disclose, is looking for new employees. Well, gosh, if that doesn't set my fingers a tapping and I raced over to their website to apply because Lord knows what I want to be when I grow up is to be an employee. Give me a break. This is what I mean. This is the sad part of what we see. This is when we, when I say you, I, we want people to be a hero. Nobody raises. Nobody wants to grow up to become an employee. No one wants to think my next job. I can't wait to become an employee. No one thinks that. That's how HR thinks. <laughs> we need to staff people. We need more employees. You're commoditizing these people. When you're the person, you don't ever see yourself as the commodity. You see yourself as unique, special talent, right? 
No one says, ooh, make me a, make me a cog. I want to be a cog. Very few people say that. Some people who aren't about specialness want to be part of a team, and that I completely buy, but no one ever says, please, make me an undescribable, undefinable cog that's quickly replaceable. Who I want to be an employee, right? And that's not nearly the sidebar that you think it might be. The truth is, if that's the top of your funnel and that's what you think career brand is or employer brand is, it's about saying, hey, we want new employees. Okay, we're going to get away from employees. We're going to say, we're going to make you the hero. Great. But at the bottom of the funnel is where you see if your employer brand works. Because that's the moment in which you say, look, candidate X who's a developer, a product person, or an, an account manager, or whoever the heck, has played the, your game just, just fine. They've listened to you. They've answered your questions. They've shown up to your interviews. They've put on the nice outfit. They've polished up the resume. They've done the dance the right way. And they've listened to you pleasantly. They've engaged with you. But at no point have they ever been in love with you. At no point have they ever said, I can see how my career, my personal growth is going to happen here. I can see how I fit here. I can see how I belong here. That never happened because you're so busy trying to close that you don't seem to realize that they're just playing footsie. They're not in love. Maybe they'll play one night stand with you for about a half a second, but in no way, in no way are they moving in. Oh, no. And that, the employer brand matters because at that stage, that's when you realize at the closing stage that your employer brand has completely missed the boat or is non-existent, right? That is to say, look, if you're a hot company, you are one of dozens, if not hundreds of companies looking for that product manager, looking for that developer, looking for that account manager, and they can go anywhere. The fact that you're hot gets them in the door. The fact that you're hot does not in any way close them because they still need to know why. They still need to know what it is that you are going to offer them, not in terms of finance, not in terms of salary, not necessarily in terms of stock options, but why there. If you go to the average 25-year-old and say, look, I'm going to pay you a 20% premium over where you'd get any place else, but you're never going to grow, who do you think is going to say yes to that offer? Somebody talented or somebody untalented? quick interruption. The goal here is to change the conversation around recruiting, hiring, and employer brand. The only way we can achieve that goal is with your help. And that is not with money, not with sponsorship. No, 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 no. It's to just simply share us and review us. Simple as that. Just review us wherever you get podcasts, share us on social media, say nice things about us or complain about us. That really is completely fair. Uh, That's all we really ask. That's all. Thanks so much for joining us and uh, let's get back to the show. Because that's what a lack of an employer brand gets you. It becomes a numbers game. It becomes, I don't love you, but now I'm, I'm a hired hand, and I'm here to eke out as much cash out of you as I can on my way out the door. Because if that's how you brought me in, guess what? That's how I'm going out. The next company that's hot, the next company that offers me a little more money, gone. Poof. There'll be a me-shaped hole in the door, right? That's the trick of the employer brand. The employer brand is the true answer to the concept of why. Why this company? Why do I work for you? Why do I care about you? If I go back to Tom Peters, why do I give a shit about you? Excuse my language, but not really. Why should I give a shit? Why should I wake up on Monday morning and think, how can I make an impact? Instead of, how can I get through this day, cash my check and go home and do the thing I like doing? Whether it's PlayStation or helping the homeless. Whatever it is, right? Why? And if you rely on your hotness, if you rely on your standing in the industry as your employer brand, you are a commodity 
right? That's all you are. You're there because you're hot. And the second someone else is hotter, or second someone else can offer some hotness and something else, like salary, or maybe even, God forbid, a why that integrates with theirs, they're gone. If you don't have an employer brand, a reason why they should work for you, because it turns out maybe they're not in love with the stuffed animal industry, maybe that's not the reason for being. That's your reason for being, and that's great, and that's fantastic. And you will get people who love stuffed animals who will show up. But are they developers? Are they product managers? Are they great developers and product managers? That's a very interesting Venn diagram. So you can't count on that. You can't count on your standing in the industry and your hotness to close the deal. And that's exactly what this company is in finding. Like I said, this is Chicago. Not only are we have stop weird startups and, and companies like that, we have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Google, we have Salesforce, we have LinkedIn. They're all building huge offices in this town. And we used to think, oh, that's San Francisco's problem. That's Palo Alto's problem. That's the Valley's problem. Oh, crap, here they are. And if it's happening in Chicago, it's happening in New York, it's happening in, pick a city, pick it, you know, Houston, Dallas, LA, London, Dublin, right? Paris, Madrid, let's go all over the place. These companies are building offices everywhere. If you thought you were safe and you thought you could survive your little hotness in your own particular little pocket of the world, you're screwed. You have to know a why. And as we've talked about, you can compete against those companies, but you have to compete against them not on a money basis, not on a heat basis, but on a why basis. Why work for you? What can you offer that those other companies can't? That's the power of how employer brand closes the deal, right? It connects the dots. It takes the heat and it takes the salary and it takes the position and it also adds the, this magical element of the why. Hey, you're going to grow your career or in two years, you're going to be a director of blah, blah, blah. Or in two years, you're going to be able to move to another company. Or in two years, we're going public and you can quit and you can retire. What's the why? And all those whys are valid. Even the last one, even the one where we say, hey, we're going to go public and you're going to get rich. It's a completely valid why. You know why? Because it gives them a reason to give a shit. Oh, okay. Well, if you're going public, that means my work is incredibly valuable to help you getting public, to helping you maximize the IPO when it happens, to help maximize the stock price over time. Ah, okay, so my work matters in making that happen. Guess what? I'm going to wake up every Monday morning going, okay, how do I make that happen? How do I maximize that share value? That's just as valid a why as we're saving the earth or we're helping businesses grow, or we're making diabetes a thing in the past, or whatever it is, whatever your particular why is, it still matters. That's how it works. It's can you get somebody to give a shit using that why? That's the employer brand. And it happens all the way through the funnel, not just to the awareness stage, but at the closing stage. And frankly, if you're doing it right, it happens in the employee stage. Right? The reason people love working at Amazon is not because the brand name is magical. I mean, it kind of sort of is sometimes, but it's not always magical. It's a hard place to work. They wake up and they say, I'm going to solve this problem. I can't wait to break this problem. I can't wait to fix this issue. I can't wait to, to crack this nut that's never been cracked. They live to pioneer. Their employer brand, which they state to people outwardly looking for jobs, which they use to close candidates, is the same thing as, as to motivate people and engage the employees all the way down the funnel up until they walk out the door. I wouldn't be surprised to hear that they use it as part of their alumni program to say, hey, you're a pioneer. You know why? Because you were with us when we pioneered. And you will always be a pioneer. They use that employer brand all the way through the funnel. And not just the, not just the recruiting funnel, the talent funnel, all the way through 
to onboarding, all the way through to development and training, all the way through to referrals and advocacy, all the way through to to uh, you know when they leave and they become alumni or even potential boomerangs. That employer brand is what glues all those elements together. So if you think of your employer brand as just the thing that gets people to answer your in-mail, you're looking at the world through a, through a drinking straw. You're very limited in the power of the employer brand. And if you think, well, I don't need an employer brand because I have no problems bringing people in at the top of the funnel, you're going to wonder why you can't close the deals. You're going to wonder why your attrition is atrocious. You're going to wonder why people who leave, leave the worst glass door reviews in the world and would never, ever, 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 ever consider working for you again. It is the employer brand. It matters at every level, at every stage. You have to offer them something that answers the why, and you need to reinforce it over time. So to my friend who will remain nameless, to the company who will also remain nameless, that's why you need an employer brand is because being hot isn't enough. Being hot gets you the date. It doesn't get you married, right? If you want to extend that metaphor very weirdly and maybe even a little sexistly, I hope not. Uh, it was, it's, it's certainly a strange metaphor. I apologize. But just being hot isn't enough. Hot is, trust me, being hot makes it easier. <laughs> I, I think everybody would rather be hot than not, but hot doesn't get it done. You need to establish your employer brand. You need to establish why people want to work for you. You need to establish why joining this hot company is good for you beyond the heat because heat fades. Every cut Snapchat was once super hot, white hot. Look at it now. Not doing well. Most companies that, you know, four years ago, five years ago were super hot, they either don't exist or they're super, super cold or they got swallowed up by one of those big players. And what is that heat doing for them now? Nothing. If that candidate was lucky, that company got swallowed up and they got a payday out of it. Because that's all. You can't count on the heat staying around. It doesn't last. It never lasts. So that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, two more episodes till I'm done for vacation. And I'm going away for vacation for two months. Uh, so if you have an idea about what I should talk about, I've, I'm saving... Uh, episode 85, the last one before vacation. I've got something fun uh, planned. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. we very different episodes, so hopefully I can pull this off. So, Otherwise, I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Please share. Please let me know. Please review us. Do the whole thing. Uh, say hello on Twitter, all that good stuff. I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change Podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.